I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to the Art Defense Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we're going to be talking about people, places, and things that inspire us. What a fun topic. Yes, especially with summer and the warm weather. I feel like things are changing. Moods are shifting. Lots of new creative inspiration, I feel like, has been sparked within me, you, I'm sure, a bunch of other people. So just lots of new ideas, new things, new places we want to go. So like Allison might say in a little bit, we have three categories for this episode. It's going to be people that we're very much inspired by, places that we're inspired by, and things. Yeah. Yeah. And we came up with this on the fly, like literally last (laughs) night. And we're like, honestly, this might have to be a recurring segment to our show because we're both very creative people who are always Mm -hmm. looking around for new ideas and things that might spark something else. And we thought that our listeners might enjoy this content as well. So it'll just be a lot jam-packed into today's show. Yes. And a little preface, we are recording right now when the bar downstairs is open. We have a great editor. He's going to edit out all the noise, hopefully. But if you hear a little cheering or like beat drops or anything, (laughs) that's what that is. Yeah. (laughs) Because we were going to start recording three and a half hours ago, but we had a lot of private conversations that we just really needed to talk about. That took us for a whirlwind. What a day. It really did. It was necessary though. Friend things, venting things, 
I don't even know. It took, we talked about like 20 different things. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like every time that we're together, it's like we have so many hats we're trying to wear. We're like trying to be friends, but trying to catch up on our emails and like shoot content that last time we, it was a very professional. Yeah. It was like business stuff we had to get done. Yeah. It was deadlines. <laughs> yeah. And now this time it was more like, okay, what else have we not cut up on? Or like what's happened in the last two weeks since we've seen each other that we can just go full girl talk and just ramble about which ramble we did yeah it's we literally like- been three and a half hours <laughs> since i got here we were like okay well we'll record from 1 30 to 3 it's literally it's five, five. it's five <laughs> <laughs> but it was so it was so needed and yeah, we're like fun. okay if we get behind on doing an episode or if we don't get as much done today it's so fine because the chit chat was needed this is a sign to and, go call your girlfriend and next week's episode is going to be about how to ground yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed and there's some key takeaways that are going to be in that episode that I feel mm. like resonate with right now. Like we both could have been overwhelmed that our day changed a little bit and we're it's like, no, we're just chilling. We're having yeah. a good time. So many things. So yeah, stay tuned for that. But catch up really quick. Yes. Okay. So by the time this episode goes live, it'll be New Wave's three-year birthday Yay. and then my two-year alcohol-free day. So I have been going back and forth about how I wanted to celebrate. I also like my soberversary, my alcohol-free versary. Doesn't sound as cute. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a tongue twister. <laughs> More than my birthday, because like I don't know, birthdays so many people know about, and there's like all these expectations of like how people want to celebrate you. But I feel like my alcohol-free versary is like actually just like for me and more of like a self-care day. And so I think I'm just gonna do the girly things that I have been putting on the back burner, like getting my nails done. I haven't mm-hmm. had a facial since November. Like maybe get a massage or do a sound bath. Just kind of like a, an over the top, yeah, an over the top self care Sunday. So TBD, you guys can watch on my stories because yeah, like I said, when this goes live, that'll be that weekend. Yeah, but that's not really catching up on what has happened. What has happened is we had the spring market at fourteen oh four last weekend. It was so rewarding. There was vendors up and down the sidewalk that we coordinated. I'm really proud of me and my two business partners. Like the day really went off without a hitch. I'm like, this is how it should feel. Mm-hmm. And the vendors were so happy to be there. I'm just going to say my peak of the week early because <laughs> this ties in and we don't have to loop back. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the vendors, I walked past her. She's also an actual vendor in 1404, but she had like a separate little tent outside for the event. And I was like, how's everything going? And she was like, I just want to say that like being a vendor at the store is the best thing that's happened to me in 10 years. Wow. And it made me think about how in the episode with Anueva Jewelry, Mm -hmm. how she was saying like it dawned on her the impact that she has like with the families like in Africa that she gets the stones from and how Mm -hmm. they're like, no, we've literally been able to like make nicer houses and make our community better. Mm-hmm. It actually like, had a light bulb go off for me that I'm like, oh, like we are actually like changing other people's lives. Like this is really great for me too. But the fact that like she said it was the best thing that's happened to her in 10 years. I mean, I'm sure she's had a lot of other amazing things as well, but it no, was still really right. good to hear. What a compliment. Wow. Mm-hmm. And of course, congrats on the birthday for New Wave and your alcohol free anniversary. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wait, it is tongue dessert. But that's so exciting. And I was thinking when you're saying your soberversary is almost more special than your birthday. Cause I'm like, well, I guess you're just handed your birthday and it's like you're just assigned a birthday and everyone has one, but you True. earned your alcohol free day and not everyone gets to do that. Yeah, you're kind of right. And so it you're is more different. Like I did that versus I, we've talked about it here before how your birthday like really 
your mom should celebrate <laughs> yes. your birthday as like, yeah, I did, I did that. that. I pushed yeah. that out or I had to yeah. see however it happened versus like just getting to be the person that just showed up. Yeah, you're just you. You're just existing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has one. So I don't know if that's how you feel, but I was like, that makes sense. Oh, you're right. Thanks. So you did that. Good job. That's yeah. amazing. But that's awesome. That's a good peak. That's very nice for her. It was a good peak. And are you feeling better after having a little sick bit. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, how many updates do I have? Because I literally did not do anything the past eight days. I was down bad with a sickness. I don't know what. Down with the sickness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was not in an emo concert. Not like a song. I was, I don't even know. That's so funny. (laughs) What a reference. Pop off Allison. I'm sure like 1% of our listeners will know that. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's a screamo fan. <laughs> why do you know that song? I don't know. I guess it's I I know it too. So I guess why do I know that? You know, I feel like we all kind of had like that punk early two thousands era going on. <laughs> yeah, like it was just there. It was part of culture. That's that so Y two K. Um, yeah. So I was down with the sickness. I was down with the I don't know flu, cold, COVID. I don't know. Had something, and I was just like sleeping every single day, and but also doing yard work. I don't know. I would make myself get out because I'm like, okay, well, am I actually sick or am I just being lazy? Because I wasn't like, like, you know, when you're like really feeling horrible, like it wasn't that, but I was feeling like 25% every single day. Like I was feeling like lethargic. My body was sore. So I'm like, am I just being lazy <laughs> or am I actually sick? Like at no point was I ever like, oh my God, I feel so sick. Yeah. No, that's the worst. Cause it's, you're not sick enough to actually feel justified of yes, playing in bed all day, literally. but you don't have enough energy to really do much. Yes. A hundred percent. So did do tons of yard work. I guess that's an update. I pulled all the weeds in my house, my backyard, got all the leaves raked up, like you should tell them why you're inspired to. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be... Oh, that's shit. That's one of my um, people that's inspiring me. Okay, okay. So we'll save that. Come so, back in 15 minutes. Yeah, come back in 15 minutes. But yeah, so got my backyard looking better. I do need to go on Facebook Marketplace and get some furniture because I have some furniture for like a back or back deck patio thing. But then once you go down into the backyard, there's no chairs or table down there. And I'd like to have something down there. So I need to do that. And then I need to mulch a little bit. And then that's done. So that's looking good. And then... Yeah. Wait, can I show out something about mulch oh yeah okay one of my friends they needed to like get a ton of mulch for their yard like truckloads mm-hmm. and apparently there's this company i don't know where they get it from but they need to get rid of mulch oh. so you can be on the wait list to receive like one ton of mulch and it's free oh nice and okay, so i should look into that yeah i think usually it takes like a few weeks or a month or something mm-hmm. but they'll deliver like a massive amount of mulch like right to your house for free wow okay i'll, I'll be looking them. into this because i'm trying sure it's expensive it. yeah for sure it's like to do a whole big I area. I haven't even looked at it. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm sure. And it's, it's like a pain because you buy like one bag at a time, like oh, load it into your car. Mm-hmm. And it barely like gets you very far. Yeah. Because yeah. we mulched last year, just like our curb where our fence is and just to look nice for the sidewalk. So we weren't like those people that never take care of the sidewalk at that part of the house. And it was like three bags for just like the tiny part of our sidewalk. So I can't even imagine how much we'll need for our whole backyard and front yard. What ratio of mulch to grass would you say that you want for the backyard? It is, I don't know. It's already like outlined. They've put like brick pavers in our backyard 
where like that part. Yeah. So luckily I don't have to really map it design out. Design it. Yeah. Okay. Which, cause I even, if I were to design it, I don't know if I'd even put mulch in the backyard. I would just want more grass probably, but they already, mm-hmm. the past owners have it kind of mapped out with little pavers where there's plants with mulch and stuff. Well, at least the pavers are already there. Yeah. No, they haven't. It's like a nice setup and they were big into gardening, like random flowers show up every single year that are always so pretty. And I shouted out my story, but there's just like so many pots in our backyard because they were very into like house plants. And so I just have these random pots all in our backyard. So I needed a new pot for my money tree. And I just went in my backyard and picked one and it fit and it was perfect. Oh my like, God. So nice. And you even replanted the tree by yourself. Yeah. I did it all by myself. Yeah. Cause also Connor was out of town while I was sick, which is probably a good thing. So he kind of missed that whole thing, but I was just home alone, which was so nice. Like just to be sick and just be by yourself. And I didn't feel bad if I was getting him sick and like, or yeah. feeling like lazy. Yeah. Or if something. I just like take a nap and it was like dead quiet. I'm like, wow, this is really convenient. Good timing. Yeah. I'm going to circle back to the living alone thing in this episode too. <laughs> We'll come back to that. Yeah. So that's my updates. Nothing really crazy here, but I am in Omaha right now. Me and Allison are together. And this is just a pit stop because I'm going on a road trip with my youngest brother, Riley. He's playing baseball in Walla Walla, Washington this summer. So he has been driving. He drove from Birmingham. That's where he plays baseball at Montevallo University. Shout out to Montevallo if you go there, if you know anyone that goes there. Hannah G from The Bachelor went there. Oh, okay. That's like, if you Google, Google their famous alumni, she shows up, which is just so funny, like reality TV star. But um, yeah, so she went there and he drove from Birmingham to St. Louis, stayed in the night at my house last night. Now we're St. Louis to Omaha. We're staying here tonight. Then we're going to try to go as far as we can in Wyoming stay the night in Wyoming. Then we'll do Yellowstone on Saturday. Just explore the park. Just stay right outside the park in Montana. They'll be my first time in Montana. It's one of my last states I've been to. Wow. So I think they'll be like 47. And then we'll do Montana to Washington. And I'm going to get dropped off at Spokane because I'm actually not going all the way to Walla Walla because the flights out of Walla Walla were so expensive. It was like $600 one way because he just found out that he had to leave yesterday. Found that out like three days ago. So it's kind of a last minute spur of the moment trip. So the flights are kind of expensive anyways. So then on top of it being like a small, tiny town with like a tiny regional airport, Mm -hmm. the flights are just so expensive. So I'm just going to hop out at Spokane and he's going to go two and a half hours further and go to Walla Walla because he also had practice the next day. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive all the way there. We're going to get there Mm -hmm. Sunday night. And then Monday, I can't even see you. Like I'll just come back. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come back for like some games this summer. But you get so many hours of bonding. I know. And he was saying like, I was like, wow, me and Riley are doing a road trip together. And he's like, wait, I don't think I've done like a solo trip trip with just one sibling because he's a junior in college. Now he'll be a senior and he's been playing baseball like his whole life. So there's never been time for him to solo travel with a sibling or do any fun trips like that because he's always been playing baseball and yeah, so now we're doing a little fun solo trip. And for the listeners that don't know, do you want to do like your ages and your siblings? Yes. Oh my gosh, great question. So Brady's the oldest and he lives here. He's going to be moving soon. So And we're crazy. going to dinner with him tonight. Yeah, we're going to dinner with him tonight. Wait, I have to interrupt for one second. Fun fact, guys, I knew Brady before I knew Kara. Yeah. <laughs> Brady and Allison are the same age and in the same grade. Because so, Allison's a year older, me, older than me in school and Brady's a year and a half older than me. So he's in the grade above me. So it's so funny. So yeah, Brady... And then me and then my younger sister, McKenna, she's three years younger than me or three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half years younger than me. So when I was a senior in high school, she was a freshman. And then Riley, who's he's 22 and I'm 27. So we're five years apart. Yeah. And then Morgan, Brady's girlfriend and McKenna, 
play like volleyball should, together. Yeah. I just feel like the way that all of this like intertwines <laughs> for everyone to like know yeah, each other. Is- Brady met his girlfriend Morgan because Morgan was playing on McKenna's college volleyball team. And Morgan's older than McKenna. Morgan's a year below me in school. So, but yeah, they connected because Brady's like, your teammate's really cute. <laughs> and so then they got connected. And that's fun because Morgan and McKenna get along so well because they were teammates playing volleyball, college volleyball together. And I know Connor, my fiance from Mizzou, but that's, and then who else? Julian went to school with McKenna. Yeah. And Riley's single. Riley's like, I'm the only sibling that hasn't come on the podcast. Wink, wink. He's like, I can come on today. And I was like, that's so sad. I was like, "Uh, why didn't you say that before I left my house? Like, I only have two mics. I I could have grabbed another one, but he can come on another time. Wait, I feel bad. (laughs) I know. I'm like, Riley, you could have said that before because I only have, we only have two mics at your house and I have the other two at my house, but it's okay. Another time. He's meeting up with his friends today too. I'm only here for the afternoon and the night and then we're leaving tomorrow. So we'll do it when we have a full day and he wants to see his friends and stuff. He's with them right now. So yeah. Amazing. So we'll have to have Riley on in the future, but that's my update. Yeah. Doing a little road trip. Cool. Okay. So peaks and then we'll dive in. Yeah. I'm just going to say my peak, even though our road trip's only been like six hours so far, it's been so fun hanging out with Riley. Cause I feel like since we're the farthest in age apart, I feel like, I mean, we're all so close, but like, wait, wouldn't Brady and Riley be the furthest? Me. Oh, sorry for like me. Like, Oh, I'm only a year and a half from Brady. Okay. I'm only three years <laughs> from McKenna and then I'm five years from Riley. Got it. Got so it, got like got it. me growing up, he was always like the annoying little brother. I'm like, Riley, get out. Like if I was in the base with my friends. So I'm like, Oh, I kind of feel like we haven't spent that much time together, even though we have, but like, compared to my other siblings or like me and Brady went to the same college mm-hmm. and like me Obviously, and McKenna, McKenna we're in so high close. school together at the same time yeah and we're so close so I'm like okay this is fun like good bonding time for me and Riley oh yeah I love it so definitely a peak because that's all you can ask for in life is having good memories with your siblings which also we met I met Bryce last time I was here and he was so lovely Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, your stepbrother. It was so random. I was just like working at 1404. <laughs> Guys, it was chaos no, that day. I felt bad for like being in the room with no. how much chaos was going on at your store. It was so It's just busy. like that. No, it was insane. That's why I had to start microdosing. <laughs> <laughs> And like, this is because why I do what I do. So that morning, Jesse and I got up. We went to the farmer's market. She picked me up on her moped. We like buzzed down. I'm like wearing her helmet and we like do the farmer's market thing. And then we're like trying to take pictures in the alley. And then this random guy walks by named Ivan. And he's like, do you guys want me to help take photos for you? And we we're like, actually, that would be really great. And then we were like, you should come into 1404. It's a store down the street. So then Jesse and I like go back. We get the store open. We go to Archetype, see more people, get back, get the store open. Kara comes. My my mom's friend, they were at the Creighton's graduation and her mom, my mom's friend broke her shoe at the event. So then my mom gave her shoes to this lady, comes in and is like, I need shoes, has peaches. Peaches is going crazy. Kara stops in. There's all these customers and I'm just like, everything's fine. And you're like, I have to go upstairs and get a rack. And of course, no <laughs> one's talking to you. Like no one's asked, no customers are asking you questions. And you're like, I have to go get a rack. We'll be gone for 30 seconds. I'm like, okay. and you just watch it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And I'm like on my phone, like making it seem like I don't work here. And like three people Straight have questions. Eating, which is an important, I, like the yeah. a greasy thing. I'm to, eating, like drinking coffee. And like, <laughs> there was like three questions. And I'm like, gosh, I was like, oh. And then you came back and I was like, oh my God, this is just... <laughs> 
I didn't know the answers to any of their questions. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, I actually don't work here. But I'm like, they're like, why are you behind the counter? I don't know. It was chaos. But but we met some listeners. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we, it's fun being in person because it's less cringy. I feel like to plug the podcast, they're like, who are you guys? And we're like, oh, we're already friends. Yeah, Listen to our like, podcast. Like, which I would not normally just like show myself to random people in public. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, what do you do for work? We're like, actually, we have a podcast. Yeah. It's like way more natural in conversation. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh my gosh. That was such a fun, as chaotic as it was, it was a very fun day. I have to shout out Velvet too. Velvet came in last week at the Spring Market. She's a listener and it was so fun to talk to her. So, hey girl. (laughs) That's so fun. Yeah. If you ever come into 1404, tell Allison. Yeah. Please tell me you listen to the podcast. It makes me feel like all of our effort (laughs) because podcasting is so one-sided 99% of the time. It's just Karen and I talking to these mics. And obviously Mm -hmm. we know people listen. We see the numbers. We get the messages. But to put a face to the name is very inspiring in light of today's episode. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's all our updates. Let's read your guys' peaks. Okay. One from Velvet. She said, thanks to your event, I found my new favorite coffee house. Amazing. Aww, yay. Uh, which one is the archetype? Probably. Okay, nice. So was the spring market where all of the local vendors included? What do you mean by included? Or what is, what was, like, was it just a market of everyone on the street or what was it? Yeah. So basically all the businesses in the neighborhood just decided like, okay, we should all like definitely be open this day. Definitely put our best foot forward. Maybe have like a little special, do something a little extra. And then we rented out areas on the sidewalk. And so I just like reached out to other small businesses in the area and we're like, hey, you should set up a tent this day. And I really wanted it to be more like merchandise based because I feel like the farmer's market is so cute, but I'm like, yeah, I only buy like maybe a few things of produce and like flowers. Like there, it's usually more of walking around at the farmer's market, not mm-hmm. like I want there to be like an Omaha Melrose yes. trade, like clothes market, like a yes. vintage shopping thing. And that doesn't exist in Omaha yet. So that was kind of like our first thing. And so basically almost everyone on the street was all secondhand vintage clothes. And it was like pretty fucking epic, honestly. Wow. For Omaha. It was like thousands of people that came. That's really so good. cool. That's like very, you're right. Like that is such a good concept and people love like the Pasadena, or like the Rose Bowl market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were so many people that were just like in the neighborhood that day and they were like, came in they're like, this is so cool. Like you do this every week, right? And I was like, oh no, this was just kind of like our, this was like a one time spring market or whatever. And they're like, well, you should do this more often. And so I feel like the fine line is to balance is like, how often do you do it that you still have a good turnout and that it's like worth the vendor's times and people are excited, but not, not enough. I don't know, you know, yeah, like what's the right frequency? Yeah. Like once a month, maybe. That's so exciting. That's so fun. So yeah. It was cool. That's great. I literally like, always dreamed of Omaha getting to that point. And I mean, this is definitely not like all only credits to me. Like there was a lot of businesses on the street. We have a neighborhood association. Like there was a lot of hands yeah. that went into this. That's so cool. But you definitely helped be the vision, the visionary for yeah. it. Yeah. Contact that's a lot of people. That's yeah. amazing. Okay. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not in Omaha. So when you're saying spring market, I didn't fully conceptualize what it was. That makes so much sense. Yeah, the, the name could use some work to be a little more. I mean, they all, niche. it's like, you, you just know what it is. Like, yeah, like the Rose Bowl market. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And you would think that's for like football or something or like roses. Flowers. flowers. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're so right. No. Okay. Kylie said checking out Spokane after a stretch of work. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll be there this weekend. So I'm also excited to check it out. I hope you had the best time. Hopefully, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Is it Spokane? Spokane? 
Maybe I will me. find out. <laughs> Someone tell me, but I'll probably find out by the time this is out. And Cole said, being in Ireland for college choir to- tour, soaking it all up. How cool, Cole. I hope you have the best time. Cute. Okay, another one of a place that I'm also going soon. Shelly said, booked the trip to Myrtle Beach for my 30th with my boyfriend. Happy birthday. I hope you have the best time. And I'll also be flying into Myrtle Beach next weekend for my sister's bachelorette. Flying into there, but then we're going to Oak Island, North Carolina. So it's going to be a blast. You're always in your travel era, but you're like really in your travel era right we're now. We're like knee deep right now. <laughs> I'm like in it. But I feel like it's going to be really chaotic and then it's going to chill for a second. So it's just like two back-to-back trips and then we'll see what's next. But yeah, amazing. As always, send in your peaks to our Instagram at Already Friends Podcast. Every Monday on the Instagram story. Quick announcement. As always, if you want bonus episodes of Already Friends, you've binged them all. You've run out of episodes to listen to. Head to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash alreadyfriends. $5 a month, you get our entire backlog of bonus episodes. And right at the top, we have every single one laid out, categorized. So you can kind of scroll through all the episodes, see what you're vibing with, listen to those. And also keep your calendars open for that first part of January 2024. We have another group trip in the works It's definitely probably too early to be telling you guys, but since the Costa Rica trip sold out in like literally two days, we wanted to give more people more of a heads up that another one will be coming. And that way you guys can also have more time to save, more time to ask off work, all the things. So we should have details pretty soon with that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's on our it's on our to-do list. <laughs> yeah, we actually like need to do stuff for that before <laughs> we're we can like announce getting it. a lot of emails and we're like, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, one second. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that is a good reminder for us to get that figured out. But with that, I think we can get into today's topic. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash alreadyfriends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash alreadyfriends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
one. I'm really excited for this one because how fun to just talk about things that we love and inspire us. So first category, people. Mm-hmm. Who's inspiring you? Okay, starting off strong, I'm going to say one of the people that has been inspiring me lately is my friend Allie. She is the host of the Unfiltered podcast. Allie was one of our guests. She came on talked about cycle syncing and working out. She's a coach for a bunch of different workout classes in St. Louis and also just like a very motivated, badass girl. I know, Allison, you've gotten to chat with her and she is just such a strong, motivated personality and she's thriving and it makes you want to thrive. So I've just been loving her podcast because she has a solo podcast where, yeah, she's unfiltered. She gives her opinions. She does deep dives on topics and is very vulnerable, which I think is inspiring me lately because I am not so great about being vulnerable all the time. I like to keep my guard up with certain things. And I'm just very inspired by people who can share their stories and not worry about what people think. Because every time you are vulnerable, I feel like it does help more than it could ever possibly hurt. Like it just, she's so good at sharing her stories, knowing that it's going to help someone not feel alone or know that someone else is going through that exact same thing. So I seriously admire that so much about her. And it's just one of those calm, good mood, good vibe podcasts that you put on and you're like, okay, this is relaxing. Like this is the good energy and motivational talks, chats that I love. That's amazing. Yeah. So definitely go check it out. I'll link it, of course, in the show notes. And yeah, go listen to that episode where she came on for us if you want to get a taste. Can I um, analyze you as a person really fast? Oh my God. No, it'll, it'll be it'll be light. Yeah. Since being optimistic is like really important to you and you are so like carefree and optimistic, I feel like maybe a reason you struggle with vulnerability is you feel like it could bring the vibe down. A hundred percent. But that's awesome that she's inspired inspiring you to do that because I don't necessarily feel like it kills the vibe. Sometimes it, it's a different vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there's a lot of bonding that can happen between people when they're vulnerable, mm-hmm. which no. I need to get way better. I'm very vulnerable after things happen. Yeah. Like I'm good to talk about things after the fact and share mm-hmm. the story. But in the moment, I like to keep my guard up. Yeah. I mean, at in the any times I've been vulnerable, I'm totally right there with you. Like it's been, it took time to process and make sure that I wasn't so raw, which I think that's fine. But yeah, I guess you're right. There could be more vulnerability with sharing things even sooner. But you know, I, that, I think we've talked about that before. Like that's definitely why I lack vulnerable. I can't even say this word. <laughs> vulnerability sometimes is because yeah, I just feel like why would I want to share this depressing story on social media? Like no one wants to hear this. Like no one goes on Instagram to just be more depressed or I don't know, hear about my shitty thing that happened. But I know that's not the case. But sometimes it feels like I should just bring the good vibes. But you're right. It's not necessarily bad vibes when you're sharing your vulnerable stories. It's you're right. It brings people closer and it makes people more connected to you. So we'll see. I think you do a great. Well, stay tuned for Allison and Kara on their vulnerability journeys. I feel like I'm better at doing on the podcast though too. And I think you've said this too. Like I feel like we can be more vulnerable on here knowing that if someone's going to deep dive and listen to the podcast, I don't feel like anyone is really listening to us, judging us. But sometimes when you put stuff out on the internet, sometimes it can feel like, oh my gosh, how is... How are people going to receive this? Mm-hmm. Because on TikTok, it's like mostly strangers. Yeah. And they don't have any connection or investment in you as a person to where our listeners, we honestly literally do have like the best community ever. Like we get such sweet messages and people are so open-minded I feel Mm -hmm. like to where sometimes I'll post like one thing that I don't even think is slightly controversial. For example, on the Omaha Local, I posted cute clips. I'm like me living in Nebraska and people are like, oh, so this is what it's like to be 
wealthy. And I was like, uh, there's literally five clips of a free park and like (laughs) an iced coffee in like my neighborhood. But I mean, if you want to be upset by this, that's on you. And I just feel like I'm so used to our podcast listeners who are freaking amazing and... We're all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. So nice thank you guys for being great. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, thank you. You're inspiring us, truly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's my first person. Okay. Amazing. Uh, my first person is Emma Leger. Mm-hmm. I was like talking to Kara about her before we hopped on. And I was like, mm, I need to zip my lips. So I have just always loved her a lot. She's also a Libra. So I don't know if maybe I feel like as a Libra, I like we have some Libra bond that she doesn't even know me, but like it's there um, because she really likes aesthetic things. And I just like her aura. And I like the way that she shares how she perceives the world. Like there's a lot of like really small little details in her photos. The way she captures things is so beautiful. And I actually bought her Lightroom presets years ago. So if you guys have ever liked how I edit my Instagram photos, they're Emma J's presets and they were like 20 bucks or something. And they're amazing. They're very like subtle. Mm-hmm. I've tweaked them a little bit, but I love watching her YouTube videos because I'm like, how does this girl do all of this? Like, it's just so mind blowing. And I feel like YouTube is amazing for kind of like pulling back the veil to like how people actually get everything done. Like usually Instagram is like the final product. TikTok has, I don't know what its role is. I don't want to think that hard right now. But then like (laughs) YouTube is like a lot of the behind the scenes that you're like actually seeing how like the photo shoots come to life, like how the brands are made, how these Mm -hmm. trips come to fruition. And you're like, okay, makes things seem more attainable. Yeah. Yeah. She's just killing it. And I just like love her videos. And I I think what I enjoy the most is how she doesn't seem super stressed out with everything on her plate. I feel like she just gives like a trust the process, like it's all going to work out. And she recently did this Q&A with her team. She has a few people that like work for her. And I mean, is she going to put out a YouTube video where her whole team shits on her? Probably not. But her team was like, this is literally our dream job. It's so much fun to work for Emma because she literally like listens to our feedback and is always down for our ideas. And I feel like that's just such a good trait to have whether you're in your job or with your friends or your partner or whatever is to like let other people like have a say mm-hmm. you know yeah people want to help and let them be part of it yeah it's a collaborative effort so i've been working on that it's the libra on you you can't help it you're the creative director of your life mm-hmm. and so i've just been trying to let there be other people that get to be involved. And like the comment, like the girl saying it was like one of the best things that's happened to her in 10 years. I'm like, that makes me feel so good. Mm-hmm. I need to let other people be involved more. Because you let people be involved in that. Yeah. And that's why it went so well. Yeah. Like I could have never had a whole huge spring market thing all by myself. No. It was amazing because there was so much diversity and all of these different people involved. Exactly. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Love following her as well and seeing what she's up to. This. That's great. Okay. Next person that's inspiring me, who we've said we want to have on the podcast is Kaylin. Kaylin does stuff. She's this travel vlogger who is like really up and coming and connect with her on TikTok and chat with her. And she is so funny and real and raw. I'm just like loving everyone that's being transparent. Maybe this is a sign, (laughs) but you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. She recently just went viral. If you saw this video on TikTok, the girl who went to get her lips blushed in Colombia and it went so bad. It went like so wrong. Did you see this? No, I missed that video. Allison, it is the funniest, craziest story I've ever seen. It has like 10 million views right now. 
But she's just sharing her life because basically she got laid off, I think, in February or January. And she's like, you know what? I have this opportunity. I'm going to go live in Colombia, just live my life. And I love that she took a really shitty experience and just has made it into something that's definitely more in line for her because... I think she could literally be the next Emma Chamberlain, hands down. Her personality is amazing. Yeah, she's killing it. She's so nice. And just the storytelling. She is so good at telling stories. I could just binge all of her videos all the time and just listen to her tell all these stories. Like she did ayahuasca in Colombia and fell in love with her shaman's cousin. Like these stories are crazy and I cannot wait to have her on. She said she was down. So hopefully we can find a time that works for all three or of we'll us. Or we'll just go to Colombia with her. I mean, I guess we'll just go to Colombia and just- <laughs> see her but it's funny because like all our comments are like girl all these bad things are happening to you in Colombia. like you need to leave this is the universe telling you to leave she's like okay you guys might be right so I don't know it's so funny it also sounds like that unhinged crazy chaosness is also like kind of inspiring you a little bit it's like (laughs) the vulnerability and being like silly goofy unhinged yeah I mean I'm always down for going with the flow and Doing things for the plot. So that's so true. Like she definitely does things for the plot, which I so admire and love. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. You're great at that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think you're great at that. You're definitely way more brave with things like that. I've tried to scale it back even because in college I was like known as the person that would say yes to absolutely anything. To anything. Yeah. Like to a fault and people, um, we should have my friend Kylie on some, at some point too, but she's a little bit younger than me. And people would tell her like, you're like almost Allison Wedding crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we would both be like, I don't, I don't know if people are complimenting us. Oh my gosh. There was something recently. Why am I totally blanking on what it was? But I was in a kind of sus situation and I was like, would Allison be scared right now? And I determined, no, you would not be scared. So then I wasn't scared. Wait, it was like dark really and like in a downtown city somewhere. What What's the acronym? Like how? Are, what would your bestie do is WWIBD. Would Allison be scared right now? <laughs> <laughs> W-A-B-S. RN. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Literally, I, f- I think I've used that metric a few different times. <laughs> like, and then if you would be scared, I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here. This is an emergency. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. But I really feel like the confidence of not being scared, like literally we lit, like the earth is all like energy. And I feel like if you like maintain calm vibes and don't give off that you're scared, then like nothing goes wrong. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, when bad things happen, more bad things happen. When yeah. you start to get into that state of like fear and panic and like, oh my God, it's like the energy just attracts more of that. Mm-hmm. So you just have to like gaslight yourself into like not being scared <laughs> yeah. and then it works. No, literally if you guys could know how unfazed Allison is by things. I mean, I'm sure you've caught on by now throughout this podcast, all your stories, but yeah, you should definitely use that as a metric because I think it's a good test. Yeah. And it's also great that we have insurance for the podcast in case someone takes that too far and something happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not liable. We're not liable. Talk to our lawyers. They'll cut you a check. I'm sorry. You're so right. Don't don't listen to us. Use your best judgment, but channel your inner bravery. Yes. Okay. Who else is inspiring us these days? Okay. This is not necessarily one particular person, but it's a way of communicating with people. Mm -hmm. So I've just kind of been like sending voice memos to old friends because I feel like sometimes with you're trying to maintain contact and a text just feels dry. And then it's like so much effort to be like, let's set up like a FaceTime date, like if they don't live in the same place. So I've just been kind of like voice memoing and being like, hey, like thinking of you, like update me on your life. And then they can reply when it's convenient for them, whether that's 
at eight o'clock in the morning or like midnight the next day. It's just kind of like a nice way to be a little more sincere than like this short text. Mm-hmm. And something Karen and I were talking about earlier today is sometimes we all overthink things to the point where you don't end up doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like say someone is grieving a loss and you're like, ah, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So then you don't say anything. And that's so much worse than just trying to say something. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's better to reach out to old friends and just be like, hey, just thinking of you or saw this thing and thought of you. It doesn't have to be the best voice memo in the world. Like half the time mine are like on a walk and there's like a fire truck or I'm like fumbling my keys or something, but it's a thought that counts. Yeah. You know? No, I love this tip. This is great. It's so much more sincere. Even what we're talking about too is like sometimes tone can be read wrong or just words. You could say like thinking of you and someone could think you're being passive aggressive or you just never know. True. So a voice memo is great because then you can tell you're being cheerful or you're being somber. You can like tell the emotion in the voice. Yeah. And there's like no expectation like for a response right then. Mm -hmm. Because I also feel like sometimes if someone's like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. Like, let's go get coffee. You're like, uh, I'm going to call when, right where, now. How? Like, yeah. I can't respond to this text right away. I'm driving and I read it and now, yeah. And then you forgot and then you feel like an asshole because two weeks later you remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like voice memo, you're like, oh, I listened to that. I'll definitely formulate a response and respond when it's... Or you won't convenient. even listen until it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a text, you might read a text when it wasn't convenient and then it totally okay. spaces your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's been inspiring me. And then I just feel like I'm having like cute little serotonin boosts throughout the week. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that. That's really good. A quick one more person that's been inspiring me, which I referenced at the beginning of the show, which I want to reference really quick, is our friend Jessie. I definitely post about this on my Instagram, but her backyard is so immaculate. Her whole home is immaculate and just so amazing. And so that was inspiring me to get my backyard whipped into shape. So we have to tell them the whole story. Oh, so last time Kara was in town, we just impromptu, we did a photo shoot after we recorded. Mm -hmm. And then I texted Jessie and was like, hey, Kara's here. We all have to do something tonight. And as connecting queens, we all were like, yes, the band is together. (laughs) And so Jesse and her friend made us the most amazing dinner. No, it was insane. Like we were spoiled. It was so delicious. Like I can taste it right now in my mouth and I want that again. Yeah. It was like an Italian pasta and they had homemade bruschetta. Like the whole thing was the vibe. Homemade cocktails. Oh my gosh. Cocktail for me. It was so delicious. And it was just the ambiance too. It was this gorgeous string light lit backyard with little chicks running around. Like just little chickens, little baby chickens. And there was gorgeous jazz music playing. And it was just such a vibe. And yeah, her backyard was very well kept and not how mine looked. And I'm like, wow, this is inspiring me because it was such a great night. And it was just in her backyard chilling. I'm like, I can mm-hmm. totally do this at my house. I just need to get her booty in a shape over there in St. Louis. <laughs> so yeah, that was inspiring me. So shout out to Jesse for curating the best vibes at her house. I love going to her house. If you guys have connected the dots, this is the same Jesse that came to Palm Springs, the same Jesse that we've been making Airbnbs together, same Jesse that Kara, last time you saw her was in Hawaii. Yeah, I literally met her randomly in Hawaii because we had a mutual friend that I was with on my trip. And he was like, Jesse, she was living there at the time. He told her to come hang out with us and she's so cute and nice and love that era for her. What a freaking icon. I know. No, she definitely needs to come on. She has the best stories. Talk about all that because her whole story moving out there and living there is crazy and so 
yeah. inspiring. So yeah, you guys should definitely follow her. Yeah. We'll tag her in the show notes. So yeah, anyone else that you want to shout before you go on to places? Nope, I'll save it for the next time we do this. Yeah, segment. I know. We have a lot, but each one requires a thorough explanation. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to jip anyone, just shout someone out random and not give a thorough explanation why they're inspiring me. Yeah, and then that way our listeners, when they go to receive that inspiration or experience, actually get something out of it. Yeah. Okay, okay. so next category, places. Yes. For the woman in her extra, extra traveling era. So extra. What makes your list? I know, right? The pressure. <laughs> um, I wrote, of course, Wyoming, Montana, and Washington. And where else am I going? South Dakota. Those are definitely inspiring me right now because I had the best road trip ever in 2020. I went from Denver. Well, I started in Omaha. Omaha to Denver. Met up with my friends, Lane and Hannah in Denver. I had drove and then Lane flew in and Hannah was living in Denver at the time. They went from Denver to Wyoming, road tripped there, camped in the middle of Wyoming on our way to Grand Teton National Park, which is, mm. oh my gosh, my first time ever being there was in 2020 on that trip. And it was just so breathtakingly beautiful. I loved that trip so much. We did Grand Teton National Park, did the most insane hike there. So pretty. Went to Yellowstone National Park. Then we went down to Utah, stopped in Salt Lake City, did the Salt Flats, went down to Arches National Park, Moab, Zion, not Zion, Zion National Park. That's actually how you pronounce it. Zion like lion. It's the toss. Did all the national parks. And it was just like the best trip ever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so inspired by doing this road trip because I, one, forgot how much I like national parks and being out in nature. It's insane how gorgeous our national parks are and that we have these places in the US and we always want to go out to Europe or Asia. We forget about all these gorgeous places here. So that's what I'm feeling really inspired about. And I know I'm just going to love our day in Yellowstone. It's just going to be so much fun. Are you going to camp tourism it? Like getting a t-shirt in Yellowstone and like being tacky tourist. Yeah. That's so funny. We did that last time. <laughs> we did that in 2020. We all bought matching Yellowstone t-shirts and I left. I'm like, dang it. I forgot my Yellowstone t-shirt. That's yeah. So, oh my gosh, I forgot that we did that in 2020. We got matching t-shirts, walked around the park in our matching outfits with our matching Yellowstone's biggest fans. Um, So yeah, maybe we are due for another tacky tourist. Get like an I Heart Wyoming shirt. I feel like that's something to shout here for places is your camp tourism concept. So for yeah. anyone that has trips this summer or doesn't have a trip planned. I was telling Allison, I'm like, I think the next big thing in tourism is like embracing the campy trips. Like camp is in what the Met Gala used camp as like out there, you know, tacky a little bit, but you know, people are saying it. Like you're full sending the theme of whatever it is. Yes. Like you're playing a little character. Mm -hmm. So I was saying my trip to Branson felt very camp because you just got into it. Everyone there is so interesting and there's so many interesting things to do there that you just kind of play into the character and you people watch and yeah, you buy the touristy hats or the touristy shirts and just full send. Wear the little fanny pack. Yeah. Yes. And dad shoes. And- yeah. Go to Times Square <laughs> is very camp or like, yeah, doing places like that and going to the national parks and like whipping out the map and like being the dad with the show tunes in the car and all that stuff. Yeah. Which the irony, remember in the episode that you were talking about this with Branson and how I was like, my dad was all on it. Of course, tomorrow morning, my dad leaves for Branson and yes. it's for a whole family reunion for my dad's side. And he Cute. invited me and I have to work and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. That would be so fun. So yeah, if you, the good thing about camp tourism too is it's usually a lot more affordable Mm -hmm. than your traditional bougie luxury destinations. So yeah, because you're just getting, like, I feel like Disney World could be a little bit camp. We were kind of saying that. I mean, Disney World's more normal. I feel like camp is more like, 
oh, you're going to that place. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, I am. It's actually sick and I love it. And you're lame for not being in on, in on the theme. Okay. So Ashton Bodensteiner, you know mm-hmm. her, she, I feel like we need to shout both for people that inspire. And this is very relevant to this camp conversation. So she's had her bachelorette party mm-hmm. in Colorado and it was camp themed. Mm-hmm. So her fiance, Connor Kingsbury. So the theme is like Camp Kingsbury and they did it very, you know, like the same kind of thing we're talking about. Like full send. Yeah. Like, okay, if I could summarize it, it's like not being too cool for anything. Yes. Like you're not too cool to have a themed bachelorette. You're not too cool to go to Branson or too cool to go to Times Square. Mm -hmm. Because the people that are thinking that they're too cool are actually lame. Yeah. And then they're just like missing out. Yeah. Okay, for what? Why are these places so popular? Because they're fun. Yeah. And I also like have to out myself, like definitely so much of high school and probably early college. I was like, man, I don't want to go to those places. Like they're so touristy. And there, I do feel like there was this big push against like the anti-tourist spots. And even still, I mm-hmm. will, I'm always going to be team find the hidden gem. But I think with the rise of the internet, there's a lot of hidden gems that have just been uncovered and people have ruined the hidden gems. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like people are like, all right, fuck it. Let's just embrace the tourist spots because yeah. why not? It's just easy. It's cheaper. It's right here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what that, there's a lot of things I'm sure that I'm are contributing to why this is maybe becoming more popular. The recession, maybe? No, definitely def- <laughs> the R word. Why you just dropped the <laughs> R word? Oh my gosh, you can't say that here. It's scary. I no, know. I know it's definitely that. And yeah, it's probably that's why. But I think we can, we're all thing. in it together. Yeah. Okay. So on the flip side, what's inspiring me for places is for once actually not travel. RIP. I literally love travel, of course, mm-hmm. always will. But right now, just like home community, my neighborhood has actually been inspiring me so much and like really taking the time to have a relationship with the banker across the street and the baristas and the person at the post office and not literally being too cool like for my neighborhood Mm -hmm. and being like an active part of the community and not wishing like oh I wish I lived somewhere else or I wish I was doing something else and just owning it Mm -hmm. yeah it's I feel like in my head, I wanted to make a TikTok about this, but like mantras to tell yourself when you're not in like New York City or LA. And it's like, maybe you could just tell yourself, I'm going to bloom wherever I'm planted. And I feel like you are literally blooming where you're planted. So you can either full send and be a part of the community and have amazing events that make people almost, I don't know, not cry, but I don't know if that girl was crying. Yeah. Bring change their life. Change their lives. Or you can just be, I don't know stagnant and not do anything. Because, yeah, the thing is, is you're there no matter what. So (laughs) you can either hate your time that you're there, think you're too cool for that area. Trust me, been there, done that, spent a lot of my years wanting to leave Nebraska and thought it was like the lamest place. And then I was like, you know what? I'm here. So I can either romanticize the shit out of this and make it a challenge to be like, how possibly fun could I make living in Nebraska? And I feel like I cracked the code because I literally feel like I have a better life than some people that move to these cities just to move to the cities, but aren't actually like, you know, giving it 
they just thought that moving, not, not, I'm not saying that LA or New York isn't amazing. It is, but like just moving to a cool city, isn't going to change your life unless you like are an active part yeah, of that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's such the stereotype, like, oh, if I just move to this place, all my problems will be fixed. I'll have the cooler friends. My dream partner will be there, the dream job. And it's like literally the grass is greener where you water it. Bloom, as you said, bloom where you're planted. And then once you have outgrown that pot, then you can move on. But until you really live up where you're at, like, why do you get to move somewhere else? Yeah. And there's so many times where, like you said, growing yourself into that pot and then moving on has been so beneficial for so many of my friends. Really quick story. My friend used to live in Birmingham and she wanted to be in the film and TV space in LA. Hannah. Aloha, Mm -hmm. Hannah. Which I want to have her on too. But so many guests we have to have on. But she wanted to move to LA and work in acting and film. And she's like, you know what? I live in Birmingham. I can't change that right now. I'm going to find an acting film gig as a producer or PA or whatever in Birmingham. And she got a job on a major network TV show in Birmingham. So she just transferred to LA and got a really good connection there where there's people who are like, I got to get out of here. I can't find anything in this small town where they probably could have found something Mm -hmm. that would have helped them. So when you, you moved out to the big place, because people will just go straight to the LA part. And she but then they're like, going back down to the bottom of the ladder usually because yeah, you don't have they, the connections yet. Yeah, don't get anything. Mm-hmm. And Hannah's like, literally my biggest tip is start where you can, wherever you are, start. Because I started in Alabama and it got me to work on shows in Hawaii and really cool places. So yeah, bloom where you're planted. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And now we want to wrap up with some things. things. Yeah. Okay. We both wrote this one down, so I think we should just talk about it. Things that are very much inspiring us right now. Chat GPT. This is, I feel like some people are probably like, no. Yeah, inspiring, scaring. Let us change your mind. Yeah. I feel like TikTok actually changed my mind about it because Mm -hmm. at first I was more team, like this has gone too far. It's taking jobs, whatever. But then upon watching some TikToks, if we all had that mindset about, say, social media back in the day, Ooh, we wouldn't have this podcast right now. Millions of people wouldn't be able to leverage their small business or make a career online. So if we see ChatGPT as more of a tool rather than the enemy, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the mindset we got to have and use it as a way to scale what you're currently doing instead of, because everyone else is going to. So you can either, it's like, are you going to be the person that doesn't get social media just to be like a stick in the mud? And then it's like, okay, great. I mean, if you, if you don't want to be on social media because you don't like it, that's one thing. But if you're just resisting it, it's like, well, your business might end up closing because you're not marketing. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Yeah. No, you I think adapt. you're right. It's a great tool. And I think a lot of people say that it's the people who got in on coding and how to do websites and stuff in the eighties and nineties that really got rich fast, like Mark Cuban and people like mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, like those people that just understood that technology really had a advan- advantage. And I feel like for chat GPT, the people that are really going to understand how to leverage this are going to have superhuman skills and really have an advantage with things because, yeah, there's just so much that I can take off your plate and just help <sighs> you with. Oh my God. I literally like talk to mine like almost every day. So if you guys haven't done it, it's free. There's a paid version mm-hmm. and you can start different 
chat conversations for different topics. And you can watch some TikToks about how to communicate better with ChatGPT to ask it better questions. It's kind of like, like if you have a dog and you're a really, really smart dog owner and you give it the skills to be, you know, playing fetch, doing tricks, all of that, it'll be a smart dog. But if you just like don't teach it anything, like it's probably just going to like run around and bark or whatever. And I feel like that's how ChatGPT is. Like the better questions you ask it and the more you teach it, the better results you're going to get. And I have just been mind blown about what it has get provided back to me. And I have one funny story. So I had to analyze New Wave's brand and like the website, the Instagram, whatever. And then I was like, okay, who are five influencers that would be good to do like a paid influencer campaign with? Not planning to do that for New Wave. I just want to see what it would say. Mm-hmm. And then it gave me some and I was like, okay, what do you think of Allison Wedig? And it was like, I don't think this is an aligned match. Like their vibes are different. And I was like, no, you're not wrong. But the fact that it literally even told me that I wouldn't be a good influencer for my own store is actually so fucking funny. <laughs> You're like, okay, what the hell am I doing wrong? What? It was like her page is a little bit more about like lifestyle, Mm -hmm. health, fitness, and it's not that much about fashion. I was like, you're not wrong. Because if I have to post about fashion, I post it on New Wave because I'm like, that's the page where I talk about fashion. Yeah. But any like just to show you guys like how smart it is, is crazy. Yeah. No, you can use it for writing emails, writing blog posts. I used it for some Lemon 8 captions because you have to write kind of blog posty captions for Lemon 8, um, stuff like that. It's also even good just for like idea generation. Yes. If you're like stuck on something, like let's say for example, we weren't, but we could be like- I want to start a podcast. A, yeah. Give us five podcast episode topics that are under under the realm of feeling overwhelmed. And it would be like, here's these. It would write the whole outline in literally two seconds. Like 10 ways to not feel overwhelmed. How to cope with your overwhelm. Or yeah, it would just, it would give you different jumping points. Yeah. And it's not to say that you would have to use the exactly what it says, but you can make it into your own. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really helpful if you are an entrepreneur and you do a lot of stuff by yourself where you don't have someone to always bounce ideas off of. Like I was literally talking to it about the Airbnb because Clay was at work and I was like, I literally just need someone to bounce ideas off of. And I'm like, literally here I am like smiling at my fucking laptop. Chatting to. Chatting to a robot. (laughs) Welcome to the future. But yeah, like we said, literally either it's like embrace it or get left behind kind of. Well, it seems like a lot of people are jumping on. You know how Snapchat has your own now? You have your own little AI person that you can talk to. Oh my God, I saw the funniest TikTok of someone just like bantering with theirs. It was so funny. Oh. I'll send it to you. But yeah, yeah, please do. Crack me up. I'll link it in the show notes too if you guys want a little chuckle. McKenna sent it to me. I was just dying laughing. It's very interesting. Yeah. Not to say that it doesn't come with some drawbacks. Like, I am aware of that. I just am am currently on the topic of feeling inspired, intrigued at what it can provide. Yeah. Of course, we've all seen the videos of, (laughs) what's your job? Oh, did you know that AI will replace your job in a year? And it's like, no, I do consulting and like I – have you seen these videos? Yes. Yeah. She's like, I do consulting and like I have to really get to know the brand. And he's like, well, actually, you can teach AI exactly everything about the brand that it needs to know. It's like – Yeah, and sick. she kept being like, no, 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 but, but. And he's like, yeah, it can do all of that. 
And someone was like, what about plumbers? And then he's like, I don't know if he responded or if it was just comments. Like, well, you can teach AI to teach you how to do plumbing and it'll laser or show into your house like exactly where you need to plumb. And everyone's like, okay, if you think rich people and like the middle class are going to be getting down and dirty in their toilets, no. It could happen, but plumbers will probably still be in business. Hey, we've been saying it for a while. Those trade jobs, guys. Yeah, guys. Una doubt. Get into trades. Like, (laughs) yeah, can AI teach me how to unclog poop flowing out of my toilet. Yeah, but is someone going to actually do that? The electrical, painting, that labor stuff, roofing. All of a sudden. But those jobs do pay well. Yeah, and they're stable. Always be there. Um, Anything else to quick shout? Gosh, we could go for so long. Yeah, let's do quick shouts. I have have quick shout ones that don't need a lot of explanation. Okay. But you go. A quick shout is I upgraded my eye mask. I've been sleeping with an eye mask for years, but my old one had like the elastic band on the back. And I got a new one that's 100% silk and it Velcros on the back. Mm -hmm. And so I can make it tight and it stays on my head the entire night when I'm sleeping. Like the old one, every single day I'd wake up and it's somewhere in the bed. It's like across the room. (laughs) Yeah. And get over there. This I have been sleeping so much better. Wow. Especially you guys know I'm not a very good sleeper and I'm very sensitive to to things. And so when the light comes in in the morning, usually that causes me to wake up. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, whoa kind of sleeping in a little later because it's like so dark under there. Yeah. I don't know if this is on my For You page or if I searched this up, but wearing an eye mask statistically and scientifically is proven to get you better sleep. Well, I sure feel like it. I do too. I love my eye masks. So Amazing. I, I don't have a Velcro one though. So maybe that's an upgrade I need. Yeah. Because the straps are kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. And like sits weird in my ears. I don't like it. Clay calls me Zorro because <laughs> it's like black and it's like literally this like... <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny it's definitely not romantic oh my god I know it's like okay good night like your retainer I the zit cream that's what it's like being in a relationship mm-hmm. that's cute and fun you have to link that in the show notes the Peloton app I'm loving guys if you are a student or a nurse or doctor you can get the Peloton app for either $7 a month for students $10 a month for nurses educators like there's a lot of discounts I get it for free because I know someone has a Peloton and they you can add up to four people so they mm. added me so nice because they pay for it anyways but um, there's just so much good stuff there's meditations on there because I was paying for a separate meditation app mm. but Peloton has meditations so I'm like okay it's like an all-in-one it's all-in-one meditations guided runs guided classes like boot camps treadmill boot camp cycling classes of course there's walking classes like guided walks so I'm kind of loving all of it like really playing around with it I haven't done the guided walks yet but I love the guided runs I'm kind of like hoping to do a little bit more running Wait, this summer does it just like stay in your headphones like okay go faster yeah like it coaches you like okay we're gonna Whoa. do like 60% yeah it's really nice and I did like a cycling class the other day in Spanish like with one of the Latin coaches I was like this is so fun good Spanish practice like loving loving the Peloton app oh my gosh yeah Okay, wait, we're, I have to talk about Spanish for a second while we're on it. So if you guys don't know, Kara had a minor or major? In I don't major. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so you are basically pretty fluent and can get, get along well. Yeah, I need to go live somewhere for like a month and then I'm golden. Right like back when in. I lived in Spain for a month, like my host mom, because I lived with the host mom, she's like, you're doing so well. Like, because we talk about literally anything like plastic surgery, oh history. Like we were just like full. But it took like, that was like th- week three, week four. You were integrated. Yeah. 
And like I was taking classes too. Like I was in school. Well, I definitely understand how being fully immersed like helps so much because at my boxing gym, very, very prominently Spanish. Mm -hmm. And you know how I said I've been like having to coach a little bit. So on Tuesday I had to coach again, but there was like my group, there was only like one kid that spoke English well. And so like quite a few of them are like from Argentina and Mm -hmm. whatever. And so I was like having to kind of like coach in Spanish and I took German, but even in going there for like a month, like I have picked up like quite a lot mm-hmm. and it's like kind of funny. So I was like leading and I was like, uno, dos, frente, patras, like actually wow. like having to do the movements yeah. in Spanish. Well, and I was like, this is just kind of funny. Like, I don't know how we got here. Oh my God. That's amazing. Cause it's patras back. Detras, yeah. Like oh, D. Oh, shit. Like, it sounds the same. I literally said Patras the whole time. It's fine. It's the fact that you're even trying. <laughs> you know, like, like this girl. People in other languages just appreciate you trying 99% of the time. I've Cute. The times I've said dumb stuff, that you, it's false comments or like that True. tripped me up. Like words you think mean the same thing. So many funny stories of saying something and it's like, no, that actually means this. Like even random example, like Bad Bunny, his like last tour was called like El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, which I thought was like the ultimate tour of the world, but it was like the last tour of the world. Like Ultimo is not ultimate. It's oh. like final. So it was like the world's last tour. So it was like like apocalyptic vibes. And I was like, oh, ultimate tour. Like it's the best one. <laughs> but like that is hilarious. I, I mean, I didn't yeah. say that out loud, but in my head, I'm like, oh, the ultimate tour. But it was like, yeah, so there's lots of things that I also get tripped up on. So you're doing I'm great. Fun. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you. No, I'm sure what? they love that. That's really amazing. <laughs> but no, being immersed in it, like I had a teacher in high school he lived in Germany for like a year and got fluent in German just from living there. Wow. I'll never forget that. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. So yeah. So that's inspiring us as well. No, I know. I like literally am so tempted to go move to Mexico for a month just to study. Oh, I'll go with you. And learn Spanish again because it pains me that I'm not fluent right now. When I was fluent, I was like on top of the world. <laughs> not fluent. It's like, I'm saying that lightly. Not fluent, but very proficient. Conversationally fluent. Yes. Like you're not going to write a book in Spanish. Yeah, like if someone makes like, a joke, you laugh. That's that's a win for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just know. You can hold a conversation, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or you can make jokes. That's even better. If you can make jokes in another language, I think you're very proficient. Wow. Well, I could do that. Come. That's summer 2017. I was making jokes in Spanish. The crazy thing is that like we're so proud of this, be- like of knowing some words in a second language and we might have listeners from other countries that speak like <laughs> Three or four languages. Uh, Julian McKenna's fiance. Yeah, it's like four or five. Yeah, it like we're so dumb in America. No, I want to be that person <laughs> so bad. I want to know four languages. And to them, it's like that. Like that would be making it our whole personality. Like no. I'm the girl that speaks four languages, and these foreigners are like, yeah, doesn't everyone? Fucking Americans, <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. No, you're so right. Okay. Anyway, any quick shouts that you want to share or other things you love? Um, I rediscovered primer is a thing. Oh, yeah. So in all the cleaning that I've been doing from switching the Airbnb <laughs> over, I found some primer that had... Like makeup primer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And not paint primer, which <laughs> that too. Um, I kind of forgot how much of a difference that makes. Really? Uh, do you use it? No. Well, maybe this will re-inspire you because yeah. it goes on so different. Like I just never really understood because to me, I'm like primer you can't see it. I already got the skincare. Like, is it really necessary? What's mm-hmm. it doing? And now I'm like, oh yeah, I, I understand it, it's now. It's smooth. Yes. It's like the so pores soft. are gone. Mine is, um, it's the green one. It Elf? was like, Putty no, no. Um, a nicer brand than that. It's from Sephora. Mm, oh my primers. God. I could like go grab it, but Charlotte Tilbury, Tarte. 
Smashbox oh, photo finish. Yeah. I feel like it had a big moment a few years ago. Oh, for sure. But being green, if you have like a lot of red undertones in your skin, mm-hmm. I think it helps like balance that. Yeah, it like color corrects. Yeah. I'm just loving it. Oh my gosh. Great rock. Who would have thought me <laughs> recommending a makeup product I know. a very long way? Whoa. All of a sudden, I need to be rec- recommending something. Mushrooms or thrifting. Yeah. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I asked Kara today if she wanted to micro. So she was like, mm, nah, not today. <laughs> Maybe someday. I don't know. It's not a hey. It wasn't. It wasn't a peer pressure. It was an no. open invitation. You I didn't never. want you to feel left out. If anyone's peer pressuring, it's not you. Thank you. Unless it's like, let's go down this alley. Come on, it's like ten minutes faster. This dark alley. Yeah, that would probably do that. And be like, <laughs> stop being a baby. I'll watch your back. <laughs> no, I, but like, yeah, even that, I would trust you. I trust your judgment. Again, would Allison be scared right now? W a b s r n. It's the new metric. It's the new metric. The fear metric. Okay, I think that's all my things. I don't have anything else. Anything else you're loving? Oh my, okay, I have one. And then we'll we'll stop. Yeah. We're so over. But my OG drip coffee maker, you know, it's the one where you like open the lid, put in the coffee filter. Like that is what I've had since I started drinking coffee when I was like mm-hmm. 18. And so I left that one at the Airbnb. And then my mom got me like one of those fancy gooseneck kettles, a fancy gooseneck kettle. It has like the long oh, spout. right. Um, that has another name too. A French press, right? Or no, no, just like the hot water kettle. Oh. So it's a hot water kettle and then it has like the skinny spout and the gooseneck is supposed to be very accurate because you're not just like dumping. Like when you go at a small angle, the gooseneck of the spout like gives you a really accurate water pour. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. And then... I use my pour over uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. And so each morning it's like grind the beans. And with my drip coffee maker, I i mean, usually most mornings I'd be good and not look at my phone. I'd like let peaches out, do whatever. But as it's going, it takes like five minutes. But with the electric kettle heating up the water, like putting the V60, having to constantly pour it over, do the thing, like it's way more hands-on. Mm-hmm. And it feels really good like right when I wake up to do something with my hands. It's like not super hard. Can't can't look at my phone because I'm literally doing something else. And then I feel very connected with the coffee mm-hmm. and like the ritual. And it's like more fun than just pushing the button. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you. That's a great little morning routine. I know. Thing to do. The other Sunday, my mom and sister like called me and I like had overslept and they were like at breakfast. And I was like, oh my God, I just woke up. Like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And then I texted them and I was like, I am fully incapable of going bed to brunch in 10 minutes because my coffee routine literally takes 15 minutes. I don't know why I said I could be there and I'm not leaving without coffee. So see y'all in half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's going to be a minute. It's not even like me getting ready. It's literally the coffee part. I know. But yeah, <laughs> literally it's like if you're running behind as a girl, it's because you're doing your hair, your makeup. It's like, no, I have to pour over <laughs> my coffee. My coffee. <laughs> I think, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like once you do the nice bougie routine, you can't go back, I'm sure. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I loved this so much. I love how passionate we were. We talked for a long time, but again, this is going to be a regular occurring theme because we both wrote down like eight things for each one. Yeah. And I came up with those on the flight. And like this episode, speaking of inspiration, like at night, sorry to Clay because he's not, we're not living together right now because of the Airbnb situation. I can get into this next week. Um, Having so much quiet time, like in between everything in life, like normally, like with Clay's home, you know, it's like we just chit chat about things, which is amazing, different level of inspiration, but having more quiet time and alone time, I feel like I've been getting more ideas mm-hmm. and I like had this idea come to me and I like emailed Carol, what, probably like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, idea. <laughs> 
What's inspiring us? Yeah, idea like, about ideas. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was perfect. Yeah. Shout out to Allison for the amazing topics for our next three episodes. Like you we did bo- that. we both came up with a summer bucket list one together. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can take you credit for that. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. But yay. Yeah, so quiet time you can add to the list too. It's been filling your bucket. Yeah. I would agree. Because I feel too. like there's definitely inspiration where you're like with your friends or family and you're like bouncing ideas, but there's a different type of inspiration when you're like letting the idea like knock into your brain. Yeah. Like you a bit have of magic. to make time for that. Mm-hmm. So it was just like my wrapping up thought to yeah. anyone to invite those ideas in when you're open to receiving them. 100%. Okay. Well, thanks for doing this with us today. Yeah. Thank you for coming in person. We have a new feature actually on Spotify where you can comment things. So maybe we should put up a poll, a little question. What's inspiring you guys lately? I did not know that. Yeah. I've been meaning to show you actually. Cool. Yeah. It's really cool. So you guys can comment if we put up a question or I think the generic question's always up. Like, how did you like this episode? Wow. Spotify is coming for Apple so hard. I know. I was a big Apple podcast girly and I'm a huge Spotify podcast girly. I haven't gone back since. <sighs> So Can pros. we claim like Spotify giving us a deal like call her daddy? Oh my gosh. I she's set for life. We 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 already kind of got one from Spotify, remember? We yeah. got a we got we a, have a foot in the door cuz you see deal like they ran us as an ad for like a few months. That that is like a foot in the door though. Yeah, we they know a, we exist. They, someone at Spotify saw that ad and they saw both of us. Yeah, mostly no, you. No, you were in it just as much. You were in it a lot. But we are manifesting that. I love this so much because we don't, I mean, we're talking about this live right now. We've never really fully talked about this, but <laughs> I don't think we need to get bought out by like a, a media company because we've already, normally people need media companies to figure out all the behind the scenes stuff and get it the word out there and figure out the equipment. And we already did all that. Yeah. So at this point, what would they bring to we the table? We need the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like we need that 30 mil payout that Call Her Daddy got. Yeah. That was so funny. I mean, we'll also I'll take, take a competitor. Audible. Are you trying to get those original content? Like come buy us out. I'll switch mm-hmm. teams. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Like if you're buying out smaller podcasts, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Throw a number out. Because <laughs> I feel like – because then you still – like you're not under the umbrella of another media company. No, it's just being exclusive to one platform. Yeah. Then we can still talk about microdosing on a Thursday afternoon. I'll be Stitcher exclusive. Like <laughs> literally Amazon Prime Audible. Where is that same one? Yeah, that's the I'm there. Let's do it. All right. Love Yay. it. Okay. okay Sorry, guys. Now. We're really doing the most now. Catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Ori Friends. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. If we want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys, we need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? Yes. <laughs> So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.